thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Dr. Brett Hill, and This Week in Wellness, in a validation of mums and dads all over the world, broccoli has been shown to inactivate genes that play an important role in cancer development. It's been known for some time that cruciferous vegetables, such as broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, collard greens, Brussels sprouts, and kale have decreased the risk of cancers. However, recent research published in Science may give us an indication of just how it does it. Researchers led by Pierre Piolo Pandolfi, the director of the Cancer Centre and Cancer Research Institute at Beth Israel Diaconis Medical Centre, showed that targeting the gene known as WWP1 with the ingredient found in broccoli suppressed tumour growth in cancer-prone lab animals. Pandolfi says, we found a new important player that drives a pathway critical to the development of cancer, an enzyme that can be inhibited with a natural compound found in broccoli and other cruciferous vegetables. He went on to say that this pathway emerges not only as a regulator for tumour growth control, but also an Achilles heel we can target with therapeutic options. Now, it's a complicated mechanism, but essentially, the compound found in these vegetables, IC3, downregulates the gene, WWP1, reducing the production of an enzyme that inactivates another cancer-suppressing gene, PTEN. Got that? The researchers do warn, though, that merely eating your broccoli might not be enough. According to the research, it would take almost three kilos of uncooked broccoli to reap the potential anti-cancer benefit, which is why they are aiming to either modify the gene or produce a pharmacological intervention to target it. As always, these links will be in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is it's worth noting that three of the authors of this study are co-founders of Rekindle Pharmaceuticals, who are developing novel therapies for cancer. Now, that's not to cast any dispersions on the research, but merely to point out that there may be a bias towards pharmacological interventions from the researchers. It's also worth being mindful that these are animal studies and so may not be fully transferable to humans and that this research is in its early stages of development. Now, whilst the idea that we would need to eat three kilograms of raw broccoli to get an effect does sound discouraging, it's worth thinking further about. Remember that this is only one mechanism by which broccoli has been shown to make a difference. For example, the ingredient sulforaphane, also found in broccoli, has been shown to reduce the size and number of breast cancer cells by 75% in a test tube and prostate cancer by 50% in mice. And in all, there are over 35 studies linking cruciferous vegetables with a reduction in cancer risk. That link is also in the show notes. Also bear in mind that if three kilos of raw broccoli is enough to make a difference over the time frame of this study, what effect would a lesser dose have over a longer time frame, say a lifetime? There could potentially also be a cumulative effect of eating a healthy diet. In other words, even though a lesser dose of cruciferous vegetables may not be enough to cause a statistically significant change in the development of cancer, could it be that there are other ingredients in a healthy whole food diet that may have similar effects and that the cumulative effect of eating these in combination may in fact cause a statistically significant improvement without the need for three kilos of raw broccoli? Only time and more research will tell. So whilst any greens might not be enough to switch on this particular mechanism, the research suggests that it's likely to be a beneficial cancer fighter in any case. And it may well be that when we consider the holistic effect of a complete healthy whole foods diet, the benefits might be even greater. Turns out mum and dad were right. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thisweekinwellness. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.